0: Listen to more conversations about work, both hot takes and thoughtful takes, with me, Carl Javier, and Jackie Caniza on The Imaginable Workplace. Check it out on Spotify and wherever else you listen to podcasts. Artists can be community organizers too. From Quezon City, I'm Christine Chung. This is break. Sit back and wind down while we serve you stories on art, music, culture, film, and podcasts. Today, we'll be talking about how the art world is adapting to the new normal. Because some of you may be wondering kung paano kumikita ang mga galleries at artists during this time. Art journalist and curator Gwen Bautista gives us an inside look into the art scene and how it is thriving or just
1: surviving during this pandemic. I'm Gwen Bautista. I'm an art journalist, but also I work as an independent curator and I work with many galleries and art institutions, but mainly with Mono 8 Gallery in Malate, Manila.
0: Engaging with people online certainly isn't the same as engaging with them in real life. And what more for art? The pandemic forced us to rethink how we connect with people and our own encounter with the world. Can art survive without a live audience? Or can we survive without art?
1: Definitely the physical experience of seeing artwork in person, especially in a contemporary exhibition. So sometimes you'd see installation, you know, and you don't really understand sometimes what the artist is doing, you know. But it's important to understand how you experience that specific space. To be confronted with something that you don't know, that you're not familiar with, those things cannot be captured by an online experience. For example, yung mga, the smell of the paint or like to see the actual brushstrokes.
0: There are two ways exhibitions are being done under quarantine. One way is through showing the paintings, sculptures, prints on the internet. Another way is it can be both a physical and online exhibit. In this case, the physical exhibit can be presented as a 360 virtual tour with supplemental online content. This is especially true for the galleries who had exhibits already lined up. Gwen illustrates
1: how this can look like. One of the galleries I work with for Mono, we've opened the video space in our website, which is a web page where we, as much as possible, try to show video works that we have previously presented in a physical exhibition before. And hopefully translate the same level of experience through the website. And then on Facebook, short three-minute videos of the artist in the studio or just a usual profile interview. And then photos of the artworks as well. Art fairs this year, like Art in the
0: Park, have moved online as well. And to the surprise of curators like Gwen, it encouraged more people to buy art and start their own collections.
1: Some of my friends that they wouldn't bother maybe buying or considering to buy anything made some purchases because they nila na they can afford the prices. There's this certain amount of discretion in the way you would actually sell an artwork. It's like you're selling an artwork, but not really selling an artwork. You you can't be very straightforward and say that you know, like these are the artworks that we have, and these are the prices. Majority of them won't reveal the prices of the artworks, and that's also the same thing. Like when you go to a physical exhibition pre-COVID. They now have online stores or online catalogs where you can really see everything about the artwork. And that creates some sort of transparency. If you're a new collector, but you're afraid to collect because of your understanding of collecting art is, is that it's very expensive. That's one of the good things that we are now experiencing, that we have a diverse set of people now looking into these works. But a big part of the art community as well. Is the relationships
0: that are formed during the show? And this is the part that online exhibits
1: could not replace. Before like we'd complain, because sometimes in one Saturday, there would be like 10 shows. Tapos scattered around so, like there's Makati, Mekes and City. So sometimes it would start at like 6 p.m. and then we end mga 2 a.m. And then, this in- kami after, so like uh, 5 a.m., ganun. it's really exhausting. But now, you know, thinking about it, sad, the opportunity of going to those shows, wala na kasing opening, na, eh. wala nang exhibition opening. This is how people form relationships in the art community. We also celebrate the work of the artist. It's a ritual. So, it's one of the things now. Na, na and na. these challenging
0: times, What other ways of human connection are possible? How can we translate the power of art into the online experience? Here's some podcasts to watch out for! You know how some foreign songs seem to take a permanent spot in radio playlists? Why do Filipinos love listening to the same songs on the radio? There's actually a 90s song that was originally written for the Philadelphia Choir that then became the LSS Most Filipinos Know and Love. Here's a sneak peek from the fourth episode of Super Random, our show about Pinoy pop culture with Inquire Podcasts.
1: The next part of the story is even crazier.
0: To him, the song lay unheard for years. He had no clue people were listening to it and really getting into it.
1: I had friends that really liked that song in California. A lot of Filipino friends of mine, they always said they loved that song, but I didn't know that it was having the impact it was really having in the Philippines until I came to the Philippines in 2004.
0: If you're too young to know the singer, that was Keith Martin, the writer of what's probably the most covered song ever in the Philippines. Find out more about the Philippines' love affair with this and countless other foreign songs on Super Random, available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor. Now, if you've been following the podcast, Misconnection, it released a new episode. It follows the story of Jen, a former OFW, and her unlikely connection with fellow Filipinos, a mother and son, at the Changi Airport in Singapore. Mm.
1: Sally, parang artista o parang athlete, tipo sakir ganyan. Parang pinaghalo-halo
0: lahat ng Philippine askans. May nun sa jawline, naka-undercut ng buhok. Actually, hindi lang artista o athlete. Para siyang apparition. That was a sneak peek of episode 5. Listen to the full episode of Miss Connection available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor. That's it for weekly highlights. An unsolicited reminder from me to take it easy muna. See you next week! Hold up! What was that?